Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. For some, starting a family can take a little extra science, support, and a whole lot of success. At RMA Fertility Centers, you'll find this, along with compassionate fertility specialists and the latest and safest fertility treatments out there. For more than 20 years, RMA's approach to fertility care has been rooted in science and guided through patient-centered care, helping bring one healthy baby at a time to loving families across the U.S. and around the world. With their unparalleled success rates and fertility centers from New Jersey right here in Santa Monica, California, RMA is a destination for fertility care. Start building your family today, one healthy baby at a time at rmanetwork.com. That's rmanetwork.com. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Hey everyone, how are you? I hope everyone is having a lovely week so far. So today I am recording a solo episode and thought that I would just do a little touch base so far. I've been writing my thoughts a little bit before getting on here and just trying to get organized. And so I actually wrote how how I was doing yesterday with the intention of recording yesterday, just because I'm currently on jury duty this week or on standby for jury duty. But then I found out that I didn't have it today. So I was like, oh, yes, I can record on a fresh mind. I right now I'm feeling so much better than I was feeling yesterday. So much more rested. I was running off fumes just of three nights of Sunny back and forth in our room multiple times. Me in his bed, Timmy in his bed, Timmy sleeping in, me waking up early, just like various different scenarios throughout the night. It's just a really big mess right now. And usually I turn to Alana McGinn at Goodnight Sleep Site for some tips. And Alana, if you're out there, I'm sorry that I haven't reached out to you, but I feel like Sunny is getting old and it's too hard to retrain and to do any kind of like intense situation 
And I know that sounds like a parent that's defeated, but it feels like we've almost tried everything and we just have to like grow out of this phase. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I definitely think that waiting for him to fall asleep in his bed at nighttime is, is what is setting himself up for these issues just because then whatever time he wakes up in the middle of the night, whether it's because a blanket fell off or he has to pee or whatever it is, he wakes up and we're not there. And then that startles him. And so I know Alana would tell us to stop laying there until he falls asleep. So I don't know. Maybe we'll work on that. Maybe not. As you guys know, we're going through our fertility journey and there's a lot of stuff we're dealing with through that. So part of me doesn't want to get into like a whole intense training situation. Yesterday, I was so exhausted. I was so relieved to not have jury duty today. Again, so relieved, but the day just fills up so fast. Like I was really excited to have a free day. And then all of a sudden it just feels like I find a way to add things in or just like make things productive instead of what I envision in my head, which was like sitting on the couch or sitting outside and getting some sun and reading, which actually sounds amazing. But I today just want to continue to energize myself while staying relaxed. I want to find mindful moments of meditation. I want to go to yoga. I'm going to a 1030 class. I want to be able to not have plan anxiety. As of right now, I'm supposed to go to another dinner on the West Side tonight for work and trying to figure out if it's something that I want to do. (laughs) This one I feel is a little bit more casual. So if I didn't go, it wouldn't be the end of the world, but I have a doctor's appointment today at one and I'm learning how to inject myself with hormones. So just trying to be patient with myself and not trying to already foresee the future, but just giving myself the opportunity to have a chill night in if I need to, because last night I went out with my girlfriends, which was really, really, really nice. We had a really nice time. That is necessary. As tired as I was, it was so good to just have that time to myself. I want to enjoy the stillness, but also be productive in down moments. And then I really want to focus on finishing something once started. And I really want to try to derail my choppiness. So right now I'm focusing on recording this podcast and I'm going to do this until it's done. Some things I'm excited about. I actually randomly got approached for this interesting fashion op with this cool designer They're shooting a digital campaign both for Vogue.com and for this parody that they're shooting of the hills called the Kalinas because the collection is called uh, Kalina Estrada, a really, really awesome, like cutting edge, cool fashion collection. And they wanted me to make a cameo in it. And so that was something like fun and different that I wasn't expecting. You know, it feels like sometimes you get into this routine and you just have these projects and things that are working. All of a sudden, these random, awesome, weird opportunities come up and you like may be able to be shot for a digital lookbook for Vogue.com. And you're like, oh my gosh, cool. What is life? So that was exciting. And I'm shooting something with them just for the the parody that they're shooting. But I'll keep you guys posted on that. That'll be fun. They're premiering the parody in New York during fashion week. So I don't know, maybe like a last minute trip to New York. I'm excited for my birthday. Also, obviously thinking about my dad's nine year coming up the day before it. Not really sure what we are going to do for my birthday yet. I like to be away, but unfortunately, 
Las Ventanas, where I've gone for like six years, had no availability, which I'm so bummed about. I'm just like a creature of habit and I love it there so much. So travel is something that I'm excited for. And then also we're hosting Super Bowl here on Sunday with my family, which I'm excited for. I haven't seen certain members of my family since like before the holidays, which is crazy. Just like with COVID and holiday and travel and craziness, Sunny hasn't seen his cousins in like a month. So that's exciting. Like I said, diving into fertility stuff, heading to the doctor today. I haven't really decided exactly how much or how little I want to share, but feeling like right now, since I'm just giving you an update, might as well just share a little bit going today to learn how to give myself the hormone therapy because I am starting the egg retrieval process. So I've been monitored the past week or so because I had a regular cycle and I'll now be on these hormone injections for a little while. And then we'll do the egg retrieval at the end of February and I'll take a little breather and go from there, see what we get from there. So heading to the doctor today, trying to stay present and not too overwhelmed for that and not too much spiraling about what that is going to be like or what it's going to do to me and just be curious. Some lessons that I learned from last week that I'm carrying into this week because I'm trying to be more reflective and trying to remember things as opposed to just like be on autopilot and not be conscious that certain things are happening again and why. So I'm, I'm really trying to be unapologetically myself, both in any decisions that I make career-wise and also just in my relationships and especially with Timmy. I think sometimes I project my insecurities onto him and I forget the reason why he fell in love with me, which is me. Like it was because of me being myself. So I just want to continue to remember that I want to walk into experiences, especially social or work experiences, like in 3D, in person with calm, with curiosity, with a listening ear and without trying to think about the impression that I'm going to make or what someone is going to go home and like tell their friend about me. One high and one low so far for this month, honestly, was really hard for me to come up with both for both. But what I kept coming back to, which I think is most important, just to come back like to what the first thing that you thought of or like what was in your gut. But the first high for me was all the cooking that Timmy has done and all the hosting and the friends that we've been able to see in a safe way, of course, but just like the food and and the food friend vibes that we've had here at the house have just been so warm and cozy. And I found that hosting is something that I'm starting to feel a lot more comfortable with and starting to feel like it's just the easiest thing to do as you get older. You know, it's just like with kids, just the easiest thing to do. I think the lowest moment for me was just like a little night of a cry sesh. I had to go on birth control pills for like a week, which obviously messed with my hormones. And I went out to dinner and I had a couple drinks and I was just feeling overwhelmed by, you know, work and mom and the fertility stuff and everything. And I just had like a low moment. And I feel like when I was in it, the whole world was crashing down. And that's what's so hard for me is like when you're in those moments, it feels like you're not going to get out of those moments and everything feels so serious and like so doomful, if that's a word. 
And I think the most important thing is just remembering that these feelings are fleeting and meditation definitely helps with that. But like continue to breathe through it and remind yourself that these moments are fleeting and that they will come and they do come and not to feel bad about them or beat yourself up about them, but to know that we're not like robots. We're not superhumans. And these moments are okay, but to try not to engage in like fights or heavy conversations with your partner or anyone in these kind of emotional moments, really, because I think what you'll find is that you end up projecting a lot onto them and it's just not productive. So that was a little update. I'm going to take a quick pause before I get into talking about fantasizing and how that plays a role in my life. And now a quick ad break. A couple weeks ago, I shared a brand new beauty episode where I went through and answered your voicemails all related to beauty. A lot of you wanted to know about hair care and hair loss, which is something I know we all struggle with, especially after having a kid and just like getting older hormones, man. I am struggling with it too. I went through this bad period with clumps like coming out of my hair and clogging the drain in my shower and the hair just like covering the floor like when I would get out of the shower. My hair has honestly been a little bit better back on track now. It's looking thicker and fuller since I started using Vegamore. Now, Vegamore is a transformative 100% vegan and holistic approach to hair health that leverages smart botanicals clinically proven to promote visibly thicker, fuller, longer looking hair. Vegamore's Grow Revitalizing Shampoo and Conditioner Kit and Grow Serum work together to create this thicker hair and improve hair from the roots. It's super easy to use. Just massage the shampoo into your scalp for 60 seconds and then follow up with conditioner. For prime results, making like this perfection sign with my hands right now. Follow up your wash routine with a daily dropper full of the serum. Apply to your scalp, massage it in and it's done. This can be like a nice little mindful moment for you too. The Grow Plus Advanced Hair Serum is one of the best products they offer. The application process is just so quick. 91% of customers say they saw visibly thicker hair with Vegamore in just three months of use. My hair is looking super thick, super full. Check my Insta, check out my hair. Let me know. Tell me what you think. You guys should really try Vegamore risk-free 90 days. Trust me, you're going to love them. Go to vegamore.com slash with wit and use code with wit to save 20% off your first order. That's vegamore, V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash with wit code with wit to save 20% at vegamore.com slash with wit. And now back to the episode. So I posted something on my Instagram about fantasizing this week, and I thought that it would be an interesting topic to dig in a little bit more because I feel like a lot of people either do this themselves, whether they fantasize or manifest, or they're interested in doing it and knowing how this can actually create an outcome, like a physical, actual outcome in their lives. So honestly, I don't fantasize enough intentionally. Like I don't necessarily set aside time for myself to like journal and fantasize and keep track of it. But I find that I'm just a daydreamer and a fantasizer by nature. It's just something that I find myself doing throughout the day. And sometimes I need to 
reel myself back and be like, I need to be present. I need to be in this moment. This isn't serving me right now. This is just distracting me. And sometimes I really let my brain go there and let myself like feel what it would feel like to be in that place, to reach that goal, to fulfill that dream, because that then enables us to make decisions even subconscious, mostly subconscious decisions that then get us to that place. Last week, I was on the phone with my therapist and I was talking to her about this fantasy that I was having about being pregnant and being barefoot on the beach, like maybe even nauseous, but worst case, like being on the beach, eating tropical fruit and went into full daydream mode and thought, well, Sunny's not starting school till next fall and we could really be anywhere for the next year. And I just thought about like taking that time to be pregnant and enjoy it and not have the distraction or the push and pull of the city life. And my therapist was like, go for it. Like, I love that. Like, think about it, you know, let yourself go to that place and let yourself like fantasize as much as possible. And then when you're done, like totally picturing yourself there, then obviously you can stop, but don't feel guilty about it. Try not to derail yourself from the fantasy so that you can fully like see it and then actualize it. I think that my life is something that I've manifested. You know, I think that what was really important to me subconsciously was like my relationship and building a foundation of happiness and family and love off my relationship. And that's really what I've done. And then I saw myself working in fashion and being creative and like, that's what I've done. And there's still so many other things that I want to do and I'm continually evolving and changing and creating new goals. But I think that it's important to really like think about what it is you want and make sure that the decisions that you're making in your daily life, no matter how small or how big, are working in alignment with what you are manifesting. And I think if you don't know what you're manifesting for, then you can't really make those conscious little decisions every day to make those things happen. So you don't want to be so focused on the future that you're just like constantly planning and in that zone where you're not experiencing and living in the future that you've built right now and enjoying some of the best moments of your life. But I do think that, you know, depending on your personality, whether you want to set aside time or whether you're able to just fantasize at any time, like definitely allow yourself to do this. I think it's fun to let your mind wander and explore and not judge it or restrain it. But like I said, I do think that it's really important to be conscious of when you're starting to only live in that future place in your head and not really in your own body. I think breathing helps me center, reminding myself where I am now, that I'm happy in this life and that this is the life that I wanted 10 years ago. Just like continually telling yourself that if you feel like you are getting too much into the future in an unhealthy way. I feel more motivated to make that future happen because I feel more creative. I've let my mind like live in a place of what my dream looks like. And so I feel like I have a purpose. Like it feels like I'm working towards something. And it also feels like I'm not just on this rat race, you know, like I'm not just continually running towards something unclear. I feel like when I expand my mind like this and in the safeness of my own mind, which is super important, like when, like I keep saying, when you are fantasizing and manifesting, like really try not to judge yourself. And I believe that in not judging yourself, you can also really figure out what it is that you really want to do. You know, like when you really 
fantasize and think like, where do I want to be? What do I want to do? Like no judgment. Nobody else is hearing this. Like I think that that is when a lot of what we really want becomes clear. Something that I wanted to discuss was feeling low because you're not doing what you want to be doing in the future, right? So like if your goal in the future is for me, which is like honestly, play hard, like travel and play hard and like really, really live life. Like I want to work, but I don't want to work for the rest of my life. But I have to be realistic and know that everything that I have like right now and want in the future takes hard work. Anything worth having takes hard work. And I remind myself that I'm in the growing phase of my life and it's okay to not be in that like place that I want to be yet, like to have achieved all those goals. It's fine. I'm in the building and the growing phase. I'm not rooted yet. And that is okay. And I remind myself that, and I can be okay with this flow as opposed to feeling unsettled that I haven't reached certain things yet. I hope that that makes sense. You may ask that whatever the task right now, like, does that need to be reevaluated because it may not be bringing you joy or hope for what you desire next? And honestly, sometimes I, like everyone else, feel bogged down by obligations and basic needs of ourselves, the like push and pull, like I was talking about of life. But I want to have a certain kind of life and I don't want to feel guilty about wanting that life. I want to work hard now so that I can live by the water, which takes some financial comfort. And I want to live there when I don't have obligations. So I need to be able to save. So Bundak fundamentals of being a human adult still apply. This is kind of a an interesting like existential conversation. I fantasize about being pregnant barefoot on the beach, like nourishing myself. But I have to be realistic, right? Like I then have to have the conversation with Timmy and be like, but what does my life look like right now? Is that realistic? Am I going to be okay with that? That's when I think being an adult really steps in. Like you have to find the happy medium between your fantasies and what you need to do right now to build the future that you want. I think that I fantasize the most about leaving Los Angeles. I, I fantasize about owning my own styling company. I think that I've always fantasize about just being a stylist, which is interesting just because sometimes I feel like I can't necessarily style myself, but I think that I can style others like a master. I think that I also fantasize about having a baby and like not working for a little while, if I'm being perfectly honest. But I know that 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 will come and I will have some downtime and I will take advantage of that for sure. I didn't necessarily do that with Sunny. And I've told myself that if I do have another baby that I will take the time to like enjoy that phase. To sum this fantasizing and manifesting situation up, I think that it is important to keep track of your goals and fantasies and dreams. If you are the type of person that wants to write them down so that they become a little bit more concrete and you feel like that they, you know, that helps you create that energy to make those things happen, go for it. If not, just let yourself daydream and fantasize when you can and try not to feel guilty about it. I thought that I would do a little bit of research on daydreaming just beyond my own opinion because I thought that it would be useful for you to hear about how beneficial it actually is. So one, 
Daydreaming can improve your creativity. A study by UC Santa Barbara asked a controlled group to let their minds wander while trying to solve a creative task. The result, they performed 41% better than the group that didn't have the break. So if you've been trying to work on a problem in a very focused way, it might be time to let your mind drift. This is from the article glamour.com. What is daydreaming? It can also help you manage anxiety. Think of it like meditation. Instead of pushing the feeling away, recognize it, accept it, and let the thoughts flow through you. Exactly like what I was saying, right? Like if you just push them down or judge yourself for having these fantasies, then you're neglecting a part of yourself that is really like yourself. That is your true self. It's expressing that it wants or needs something. So really like dig into it and let it flow through you as opposed to like resist it. Daydreaming can also strengthen your relationships. Quote, when we imagine something richly with clear images, and even if we can involve other senses, our brain doesn't distinguish that from reality. So Even if we imagine like a really heartfelt connection to a large part, it feels like we did have someone. So basically, even if you can't see your best friend or you haven't seen a family member for a while or your new partner, daydreaming about them can actually help keep those connections strong, which is really cool. It can make you more productive. You know, it can help. It's like a little mini mind escape. It's like a little mini vacation. If you feel like mundane at work, it can also make you happier. It can just create long-term satisfaction just because you know that you're working towards something. It can help you achieve your goals. Okay. And now a quick ad break. It's technically still the beginning of a new year, which means it's definitely time to leave behind the things that do not serve you, like overdraft fees. When your checking account balance is running low, the last thing you need is an overdraft fee. Who wants to always have to check the balance before you're about to make a quick purchase? Ugh, just a hassle and tedious thing on the to-do list. But with Chime, an award-winning app and debit card, you can save that hard-earned paper without paying overdraft fees. Eligible members can overdraft up to $200 on debit card purchases and cash withdrawals with absolutely no overdraft fees. Make your first good decision in 2022 and join over 10 million people using Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at chime.com slash with wit. That's chime.com slash with wit. Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bank Corp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Overdraft only applies to debit card purchases and cash withdrawals. Limits start at $20 and may be increased to $200 by Chime. See chime.com slash spot me. One of my goals this year was to get active again, to sweat again. Working out always makes me feel so good. And for me, it's never really been about losing weight or building muscle or how I look. It's about what it does for my inside and my mind and getting myself moving, getting my endorphins flowing really helps reset to continue the journey, continue onward. I'm so thankful to live in LA where I can pretty much work out any time of the year outdoors, anywhere without having to worry about what to wear when it gets super cold. So my sister who lives in Chicago right now is straight up stuck in the house. Like she does not know what to do with her baby. So 
for those dealing with the same. I get it. Don't worry though. Your new year's fitness goals don't have to fade with the cold weather and neither does your style. Macy's has the chicest workout looks complete with puffer jackets and sneakers to keep you looking and feeling good head to toe. They have all the brands and designers you'd want from Nike to Adidas to Steve Madden to Champion and more. I also decided to send my sister some goodies. She needed some cold weather stuff. They have really cute tie-dye leggings that I knew she would love from Ideology and the cutest new sneakers from Aqua College. You have to check them out. You'll be able to find so many cute new pieces for your workout wardrobe. Head on over to Macy's.com slash the edit to check out their vast selection. That's Macy's.com slash the edit. And now back to my diary this week. Now I wanted to talk about something that kept on coming up in conversations. And this was this quality versus quantity coexisting conversation. And I first wanted to talk about what inspired this concept to enter my daily life like it is right now. And honestly, I was just starting to feel really spread too thin. Getting older and wiser and being more mature brings an awareness of doing things all the way through, wanting to really complete things. And I think also having Timmy as a partner, someone that really believes in this and is like a producer at heart and believes in a beginning, a middle and an end. It became really important for me to do things well, to finish them instead of just to say that I was doing a bunch of things. I felt this need to just say like all the different things that I'm up to and have those define me. And I've realized that that isn't really serving me and that in not doing a lot of those things as best as I can, it's actually making me feel worse about myself. So I'm working on editing and simplifying my life. And I'm really being thoughtful about the few things that I'm working on and inspiring me. And I think that one of those things is this, this spoken form of communication that feels like a real way of connecting and building a community and talking about important things and sharing the importance of being vulnerable and how that makes us just greater, more awesome, like more confident human beings. I think that I'm inspired by creating content that looks cool and different. I feel like I've just been kind of going through the motions with how I've been creating content. And I just feel a little bit more decisive about how I want things to look and how I envision things. And I really want to pour in a lot of energy and heart onto the renovation of this new house. I just feel this creative need to build that. And it is like a work of art. And right now, yes, like I was talking about, it's a bunch of spreadsheets and organization, but it's also really about like mixing color, mixing texture, mixing patterns, like creating a vibe, creating an essence and energy, building an environment where I want to work in that we will have a team that's inspired by. And then eventually self or like a young family to start a life in. So that is what's really fueling me right now. And I want to pour a lot of time into that. And I don't want to feel guilty about that because it may not be the most like traditional form of work, but it is like it is work for me. And that is really cool. I think sometimes my way of knowing what is working or gauging what is working or not and how I'm measuring success is 
is sometimes by how much joy it brings me, honestly. You know, the house stuff just brings me a lot of joy. This new form of journaling and this podcast, financial success, definitely, which is not number one, but it has to be part of it. Like I, especially in my career, you know, a lot of things can't just be hobbies. And especially when you're creative, you have to define when it starts to become a hobby versus when it starts to be a time suck. And it's okay to have hobbies but you obviously just need to delineate. So those things that inspire me end up leading to building upon these things and making them larger. For instance, like we see that the chemistry works between Timmy and I and YouTube, right? Like we see that there's something there. People like the relationship between us. People like the humor, but we don't necessarily want to go as deep as I love my baby, but just because we don't necessarily want to go back to that place. Sometimes, as we all know, it's hard to be produced by your husband and vice versa for me to be like as fragile. And so anyways, we're thinking about a new format that highlights our relationship and we can share that like goofy, funny side of us, but not interfere with the personal side. So I think then in being able to really focus on the things that are working, that are feeling good, that are feeling community building and feeling like it's filling our creative souls, I think that we're able to do less, work less, honestly. And then for me, be way more present on the weekends. Like really think about the weekends, like shutting off, knowing that I'm not trying to do a million different things, but that I just want to be present and be there on the weekend for Sunny. And now a word from a new exciting partner, Havenly. All right. So my biggest home struggle right now has been my guest room slash home office situation. It has basically been my base for everything work related, but it is just not good. It is crowded. I don't get my privacy. It's just a mess. And with so much work stuff being crammed in the room along with the guest room supplies, it just cannot go away. I was so beyond thankful to hear about Havenly. They are the number one online interior design service that makes it easy to create the home you love. And right now, there is an exclusive offer to design your first room for only $99 with promo code WITHWIT at havenly.com. Okay, so basically, it's so easy to get started. First, you take an online style quiz to figure out what your vibe is, what your aesthetic is, what you're feeling for the specific room, after which you'll share inspiration, needs, and budget to get matched with a designer. I want to be able to turn my dual space right now into a place where I actually want to be, where I can store things beautifully where they can be out, but they can be organized. A designer really needs to be able to work with you one-on-one to create a space that's functional and fits your aesthetic, incorporating new pieces with ones that you may already have and love. I want to keep my desk. I want to keep the bed, but I feel like I definitely need a new chair situation. So I talked to the designer about all this and then I'll receive a 3D rendering so you can envision what your space will look like. And then the fun part, you can shop everything in your design. So Havenly handles the ordering, shipping and delivery logistics for you. So you can sit back, relax. So visit Havenly.com and use code WITWIT at checkout to design your first room for only $99. Okay, back to the chat. 
sometimes it's hard because I feel like always in the back of my head, I'm thinking about producing content, grabbing content so that I have something to share and be relevant. But I really do love that I'm able to have a very delegated week. The five days of the week are focused on like my work and growing and building this. And then I'm completely delineate the weekend. And what I love most about my weekends is honestly just being able to have the free brain power to build on my relationship with Sunny more. I think during the week, it is just hard. Like last night, Sunny was having a meltdown and I was exhausted and I couldn't handle it. And Timmy told me basically just like, go in the other room, take a shower, get ready. Like, let me handle this. And so it's hard when I have no energy for me to really help problem solve my way through things with him. So on the weekend, I'm able to do that. And I have that space because I'm during the week, I'm just so much more directed in what I want to get done. I think the hardest part of the weekends, again, is the same thing about the best part, which is just the fun dichotomy of being a mom in general. But it's just like all the mom moding all the time. And what Timmy and I have decided to do, which is pretty standard, is like just divvy stuff up now. I think that we used to be the kind of parents that wanted to do everything together and like see him do his first thing all the time. And now we're just like, no. I do enjoy social time on the weekends. I've spent a lot of time with friends lately. I really do love it. And I do love hosting just because I love the joy that Timmy gets from cooking. And I love creating an atmosphere and curating a night and building the menu and organizing the little moments around the house. I also find that making plans like really does make me feel less depressed. Like as much anxiety as I have sometimes like going into them afterwards, the fulfillment and the warmth that I get from them helps me so much more. I have in here talking about returning to work weeks, like have I been able to carry in that feeling of being present into the work week? And if not, what do I think are ways that you could use that same way of thinking that you have on the weekends to do so? And I really feel like that's a very good question. And I guess I don't take work like as seriously or not as seriously, but hold it to that high standard as much as I hold my relationships to. So I don't inherently put pressure on myself to be super present in work, but I really obviously should because I I love work and it's a, in, in order to do the best work, I need to be present in it. So this is really an important thing to think about. And I think that I would probably enjoy it more if I were more present in it and everything would probably come more naturally if I was more present in it and I would just take things more slowly and be more mindful about things. I think that's a really good question to note and I think that we all need to think about like we all focus so much on that presence in that time off and being present in those healing moments of like self-care, but I think also being present in, in your work and making sure that you're doing quality work as opposed to just quantity is very important as well and goes along with this conversation. So I know that that was <laughs> a lot of information coming at you and a lot of just free flowing feelings of how I feel about fantasizing and quality versus quantity and coexisting. And a lot of these big things that we think about that are maybe a little bit scary. They feel like we don't know how 
we will ever like coexist or how we will ever like figure out how to balance things or how we will ever actually realize our goals. Like all of these things sound so huge, but I feel like when you really break them down, that they're not like you can utilize them in small, meaningful ways and they can make a really big impact. So peace in the streets. I love you all. Thank you per usual for listening. Let me know any other topics that you find interesting that you'd like me to touch on in these solo episodes. This has been so much fun. We will catch up next week. All right. Peace in the streets. Have a good week. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney E. Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets.